What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Week 5 MLS Predictions. Uh, but first, we've got to talk about Week 4. There was 38 goals scored uh, in Week 4. I can't believe how many goals were scored uh, this week. So we're going to jump in, review Week 4's games, and then do our predictions for Week 5. There's only three games for Week 5, so hopefully... This video isn't going to be too, too long, but we'll see how it goes. Um, it was a very exciting weekend. Uh, Atlanta United game. Woo, if anybody saw that, crazy. But let's go ahead and jump into it. We got FC Cincinnati versus Inter-Miami. I predicted that this game was going to be a 1-0 win for FC Cincinnati. It actually ended up being a 3-1 win uh, for them with uh, a goal in the 18th minute for uh, Matarita. And then a goal for Brandon Vasquez, a nice header. Then Yedlin draws a penalty kick for uh, Inter-Miami. And of course, Higuain's not going to miss the PK. He puts it in the back of the net. So at this point in time, it is two to 2-1. Then Vasquez takes a nice touch in the penalty box. And then Acosta misses the penalty kick. So it's still stated 2-1. But then Vasquez comes in in the 82nd minute with another header to extend that lead to 3-1. to one. And uh, Brandon Vasquez is on fire. Uh, and kudos to him. I'm glad he's doing well. I also have to give him respect because he used to play for Atlanta. Uh, kind of crazy to see where he's at now and where he was with Atlanta. I'm glad he's doing well. He was directly connected to all three of these goals. Uh, for FC Cincinnati, and he he's backing off of a um, he's coming off of a, a hat trick last week, uh, the well week three. So that is that game. So FC Cincinnati on a two game win streak, and Inter Miami is Neville going to get fired? I mean, at this point in time, I, I feel like he should. I, I don't think he's getting it done there in Miami for them. So. We'll see how it goes, but uh, moving on, we have New York City FC versus the Philadelphia Union. I thought that NYC FC would win this game 2-1. to one. They actually lose it, and the Union win 2 uh, to nothing with a goal by uh, Bedoya and Gazdag. But the Union are very lucky that Elliott didn't get that red card that he got at first, and VAR came back and pulled it away. Um, it was very, like, it was very unlucky in the first, like, he did, you know, give the guy a little, like, push in the back, but he was kind of already falling, and it was a mess, but I think the Union are very lucky that it wasn't more than that. So, Philadelphia Union, 2 to nothing over NYCFC. Now, we move on to uh, Toronto um, and... DC United. I thought that uh, Toronto would win this game three to one. Actually, they ended up winning two to one uh, with goals in the 24th and 53rd minute, and then uh, DC United got theirs early in the 10th minute and couldn't uh, get it back on track. I will have to say, Asario's goal was a pretty nice goal uh, in the 53rd minute. So, with that being said, we move on to LA Galaxy versus Orlando City. I really thought that the Galaxy would win this at home 2 to nothing because of how bad Orlando has been. But boy, was I wrong. And what sucks for, you know, 
for the even the fans there. You know, the goal comes in the ninth minute by Torres, and that was it. That was the end of the game. You know, the ninth minute goal, nothing else. I I don't I didn't I watched the highlights, but I can't really remember uh, what all happened. I don't feel like very much happened, or I would have remembered it or taken more notes on it. Um, but I have no notes for it. So it, it even the highlights were pretty boring. Uh, I could be wrong. If someone else watched that game is a fan of either of those teams, please let me know in the comments below. So, and then we move on to speaking of a crazy game. As an Atlanta fan, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Uh, if any of you follow me on Twitter, which my uh, link is below for that and Instagram, uh, I was not happy with how Atlanta was performing pretty much the whole game. Um, so I predicted this game to be a 3-0 win for uh, Atlanta, but it actually ended up being a 3-3 draw, and that was very lucky of Atlanta. So the game starts, Joseph Martinez is given a a gift right in the sixth minute. He puts in the, he puts in the goal uh, breakaway pretty much. Then everything, everything changes. Uh... Terrible defense for the first goal. Uh, we had a free kick, and we did not defend well afterwards. I mean, they had a breakaway. They had the goal. Uh, the goal scorer had Guzan ice skating back there, uh, and then after that, so they, they scored all their goals in like a fifteen to twenty minute span to go up three to one. So you had Cohen score. And then uh, Kyoto scored the PK. I think that that third goal, eh, it was a weak PK to give, but it is what it is. Uh, I do feel like refs need to be more consistent on on giving penalties, especially penalties in the MLS, because uh, you know we had a red card for Elliott taken away, which his was accidental, and this Miles Robinson, you know barely pushed the guy i mean it was in the heat of the moment and it wasn't even that big of a push or anything and they were both like shoulder to shoulder whatever it is what it is so then we move on to the second half very slow uh i really thought that atlanta just gave up 64th minute comes along dom dwyer gets subbed on with a couple other people or maybe just almada comes in with him not even three minutes later, Dom Dwyer is so dumb. He goes for a ball that he has no chance of getting, no chance at all, and misses and scrapes the guy on the knee. Straight red. And he deserved it. He deserved the straight red. So at this point in time, it's 3-1 to one Montreal, and Atlanta's down a man. 3-1, to one, down a man. Next thing you know, 85th minute comes along. Almada gets it on the outside of the box and it just smashes this banger for his first goal in the MLS. It's very nice. If you have not watched the highlights for this game, uh, definitely just watch the highlights. Don't watch the whole game. It was an awful game. Um, other than those spans of like their three goals and then our two goals at the very end. Uh, so we get the, the Almada gets the banger, which lifts us. And then in the 92nd minute, uh, Lennon, we have a free kick and Lennon steps up. And I thought it was too far out. And man, he just 
puts it in goal. Let's freaking go. Ends up being 3-3. Three to three. Atlanta was even down a man. I was very proud of them to, you know, pull out the, the draw. But we played against a team that we should have beat uh, over the weekend. So, but so yeah, I'll move on because I keep talking about Atlanta. But that's because I'm an Atlanta fan. So, moving on. So, that was a 3-3 three to three draw. So, next up we have uh, Chicago Fire versus Sporting KC. I thought that Chicago Fire was going to win this game 1-0. It actually ended up being a 3-1 win for Chicago Fire. Shabilko um, <clears throat> had a uh, uh, his first goal in the 30th minute. Was nice. Right through the five-hole of the goalie, you know. And then Shakiri got a uh, PK. He converted a PK uh, kick in the 50th minute. And then for Sporting, uh, their goal came from Espinoza in the 56th minute. And then uh, Shabilko with a very nice little easy goal in the 82nd minute to seal the deal for a 3-1 victory for Chicago. So with that being said, we move on to Charlotte against New England. Uh, I thought that Charlotte would win this game to get, you know, their, what is this, their second, to make it their second win, or maybe their first, actually. I'll have to look at the standings. But I thought they'd win 2-1 to one over the Revs. It actually being, it actually ended up being 3-1. to one. Uh, So, Schwederski, uh, with the first goal of the game in the sixth minute outside the box, it was pretty nice. Um, then I don't know what happened with the Charlotte's goalkeeper and why he came out the way he did with his feet to get the ball. He should have came with his hands. He came with his feet, kicked the player, uh, gave up the penalty. And then Gill, of course, for New England is going to convert that penalty. And he does in the 54th minute. But then we move on and, uh, not even three minutes later, uh, puts it in the back of the net. To make it two to one, and then our good old friend Ben Bender, number one overall in the Super Draft, gets his first goal, his first professional goal. Uh, I'm very excited for him. Not a Charlotte fan, but that's exciting, you know, especially coming out of college because I think he went to Maryland, so that's very close to where I am, and uh, so it's very cool to see. So kudos to him. He gets his. Uh, First goal in the 64th minute to spread that lead out to a 3-1 to one, uh, victory for Charlotte to get them going. So, Bender is actually playing very well. I think he also played very well against, um, I thought he played against, he, I thought he played very well against Atlanta too. So, but next up we have Minnesota, um, Minnesota versus San Jose, um, not too much went on here, um, and it was a one nothing win for um, Minnesota. I'm getting all confused now. So I thought it was going to be a 2-2 two to two draw, and it was actually one nothing win for uh, Minnesota with Amarilla scoring in the 32nd minute. So not too much went on. Uh, it looks like, looks like there was a good bit of yellow cards handed out. I felt like yellow cards were handed out pretty quickly in games this weekend. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. Uh, it was, it, they, they didn't take very much. Cause I think even in the Atlanta game, there was two of them real quick in the game 
and it even looked like that one very early. So maybe refs setting tones real early, but then it, they needed once again consistency. I uh, would not want to be a ref at all, but it is what it is. So next up we have FC Dallas versus Portland. Yep, I thought FC Dallas would win this game two to one, and they actually ended up winning four to one um, over the Timbers. So we had um, in the 26 minutes, so it took until the 26 minute to have a goal. And the first three goals within 10 minutes were Jesus Ferreira coming off the crossbar and in um, in the 26th minute. He had a nice header from across um, for his second goal. His third goal was outside of the box. Uh, and it was a, it was kind of a banger. So three goals in 10 minutes. Patrick, I mean, let's go. Um, and then for Portland, uh, Nesgoda, I think that's how you say it, uh, had a nice little chip up over the goalie. Uh, it was a pretty nice little goal. And then, um, I guess, a late goal in the 77th minute for Paul Ariola, And I believe that is his first goal for uh, FC Dallas. So FC Dallas with a 4-1 to win. And that brings us to the other Texas team, Houston versus Colorado. I thought this game was going to be a one-to-one -one draw. And it was for our second perfect game of the year, which took me four, uh, four weeks to get the second one. So uh, with that being said, we had our first goal came in the 42nd minute for Colorado, and it was K. Uh, nice back post tap in off of a corner kick. And then Pasher in the 90th minute for Houston. Uh, it was a pretty easy goal. Uh, it was a breakaway. It was just 1v1 with him and the keeper. And he puts it in to tie the game and, and steal a point from Colorado. So moving on to probably the hottest team uh, in the MLS, Salt Lake City, against Nashville. Uh I'll wait and talk about this game at the end here. So I thought that Nashville was going to win 3-2 to two over Real Salt Lake, but boy, did Real Salt Lake prove me wrong, and they won the game 2-1. to one. So right off, real quick, um, Bobby Wood. He's making, a, he's making a statement in the MLS this year uh, for coming back. Uh, he had a nice header at the near post off of a corner kick in the second minute. Uh, then Walker Zimmerman's header... Uh, came from a corner kick also, and it was nice. It was a nice header. I got to see it live uh, on that one. And then uh, Real Salt Lake in the 54th minute put it away. Schmidt with a back post uh, goal off of a cross through the five hole of the goalie. So the first two goals <clears throat> from Bobby Wood and Zimmerman came off of corner kicks, whereas this one came off of a cross. But then the biggest thing that came from this game for me was Dax McCarty in the 94th minute. What were you thinking, Dax? What were you thinking? Uh, he gets it in the, the, I can't remember who the player was. Um, I think it was, yeah, Davis. Davis had the ball, falls down uh, at the flag, and Dax decides to take his foot and pretty much kick Davis right in the stomach. Dax McCarty deserves this red card. 
And to be honest, I think he should be suspended more than just one game because I know you have to sit out the next game. But for being for acting like that, that should not be tolerated. And it's very unlike a Dax McCarty to me. I don't feel like Dax McCarty is that kind of guy. So I don't know what happened throughout the game. I only saw the highlights and I saw this highlight. Um, but I believe that there should be maybe a two-game suspension for this. You, you should not. And I, I'm pretty sure the whistle was blown um, before he did this kick. But I can un understand sometimes with the crowd noise, you don't hear the whistle right away. But there is no sense when a guy is down on the ground like that and you just take your foot and you pretty much kick as hard as you can while the ball is in like his midsection to his nether regions. So um, very sad to, to hear that. So, But Real uh, Salt Lake gets the win 2-1 to one over uh, Nashville. Which that leads us into our Sunday games, New York Red Bull against the Crew. I thought that this game would end up in a 2-2 two two draw. It actually ended up being in a 1-1 one one draw. With goals coming from uh, an own goal for Room. But they do... It looked like it was from Room. But they gave Barlow from New York uh, Red Bull the goal, really. And then, what, what a game. Because uh, all of the goals came right at the end. Uh, 84th minute and then Darlington Nagby coming you know coming up big in the 95th minute with a goal for the crew to steal a point um, away in New York so that leads us into Austin versus uh, Seattle I thought Austin was going to win this two to two to nothing I should have probably said two to one because I knew that Seattle was going to at least score once against them um, but it actually ended up being a one-to-one -one draw. Um, okay, yeah, sorry. Um, it looked like it was a very exciting game. There was a lot of nice shots. Uh, and But there was also a lot of good saves by both goalkeepers in this game. But the first goal came in the 43rd minute um, against uh, for Bruno. Uh, Bruin, not Bruno. Bruin, uh, it was a near post goal. The goalie should have saved it for uh, Austin. I mean, he was right there. There was also a defender right there on um, Bruin. Yeah, it was very poor. That was like that was the poorest, the poorest thing for that goalie because he came up with some big uh, goals and uh, I mean big saves, and so did uh, Seattle's goalkeeper. So it was a very good back and forth game. Uh, from what the highlights showed. Uh, but then in the 70th minute, uh, Fagundes uh, tries to shoot, like, spinning to his left. Um, spinning to his left and then spins to his right and scores a goal. So it was on a, like a spinning shot. So, And that uh, drew the game 1-1. But like I said, even after that 70th minute, there was still some really good, uh, good shots and really good saves. So... One-to-one -one draw there in Austin. Which leads us into our last game. Um, LAFC versus uh, Vancouver. So it started off with Blackman. Uh, in the 12th minute, uh, he cleaned it up off of hitting the post. Uh, <clears throat> one of his other players, I can't remember who it was, hits it off the post and he cleans it up. Nice. And then you have um, Hollingshed. 
with a nice header. He was flat-footed off of a corner kick and had a guy on him and just back of the net. Uh, then 38th minute, uh, Vela rebounds his own shot and uh, scores to make it a 2-1 to one game. And then Hollingshed with a banger right outside the box in the 70th minute to pretty much put the game away at that point. Uh, LAFC with the win, 3-2-1. And I thought it was going to be a one nothing win. So with that being said, here's the current standing. So... For the East, we have the Union, Columbus, Chicago, Red Bulls, Orlando, Atlanta, and D.C. in the top seven. So if the playoffs would have started today, that's the seven teams for the East. For the West, we have LAFC, Salt Lake City. No, not Salt Lake City. Real Salt Lake. Minnesota, Austin, Dallas, Colorado, and the Galaxy. Which, pretty crazy to see some of these other teams. Like, you know, you have... Portland down here, Sounders, Nashville, all below that line. And then even in the East, I mean, right now, New York City FC. Y'all won the, you know, y'all won the championship last year. Why are you down here? Why are you down here? Uh, so that's the standing so far. So let's move on to our stats and stuff. We've picked 56 uh, games. I've gotten 24 of them correct. We got two perfect games now. Let's go. And then, of course, we got to pick our team of the week and player of the week. Uh, it has to go to, for the team of the week, FC Dallas winning 4-1. to one. And, of course, we also have to take, for the player of the week, Jesus Ferreira. Three goals in 10 minutes. It's pretty good. So, that is our team of the week and player of the week. Which leads us into our week five predictions. Um really there's only three games we got charlotte versus cincinnati sporting versus real salt lake and the timbers versus orlando <clears throat> i think that uh with this i think that charlotte even though fc cincinnati is playing very well i think charlotte is also playing pretty well uh recently and i think that charlotte will actually win this game two to one over fc cincinnati even though brandon vasquez and FC Cincinnati are on fire. I got a feeling that uh, Ben Bender is going to get his second goal uh, in this game. Second goal of the year in this game. And then that leads us into our final game of Saturday. Sporting against Real Salt Lake. I think that Sporting is going to finally get it together. I mean, in their last five games, it's loss, loss, win, loss, loss. Where Real Salt Lake have won the last three uh, so, but with that being said, I think that at home sporting KC finally gets a win. They win this game one, nothing over real salt Lake. And last but not least, we have Portland Timbers versus Orlando city. Orlando city is coming off of a win last week. Whereas I think Portland lost. Yes, they did lose, uh, last week, which, yeah, I think they lost to, uh, didn't they lose to FC Dallas? Yeah, four to one. So, with that being said, though, I think I still think even though Orlando won their game last week, they're not that great. Uh, Timbers need to turn it around, though. I, I feel like, but here at Providence Park, it actually ends up in a one to one draw for Week Five, and that concludes Week Five. So, thank you all for watching. I appreciate it. If you 
If you like the video, please give it a thumbs up. Tell me what your thoughts were. Tell me what your thoughts were about the games for week four. Uh, I thought with 38 goals scored the whole week, that's a lot of goals. Uh, but yes, thank you for watching. Give it a thumbs up. We are pushing for that 100 subscriber mark. We're around 90-ish right now. So please share the video if you like it. Uh, and we'll see you next time.